I don't mind making jokes, but I don't want to look like one. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> hey, it's our comedy episode. Comedy episode. We'll talk a couple of our favorite comedians, some of our favorite jokes, and even share a couple jokes that we've written ourselves. Ourselves. So we thought this would be a fun little episode at the end of the year. We hope that you enjoy it. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brian. And this is the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for jokes in the noise. Hey, Brian. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Who are your favorite comedians? My three favorite comedians are Stephen Wright, Mm -hmm. Steve Martin. Yes. Everybody named Steve? Everyone named Steve. And the recently deceased Norm MacDonald. Ah, okay. Yep. What what do you like about him? I love Stephen Wright's dry humor. I think he's very witty. I think his wordplay is amazing. Steve Martin is just absurd. Yes. I, I love the absurdity uh-huh. that uh, it's 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 this kind of hey whatever it's funny because it it doesn't always make sense and I I really do like that. Norm yeah. Macdonald I just thought was insightful. He mm-hmm. would say yeah. things how he would frame his jokes. It not only made you laugh but you went, "Well, hold on a second. There's something mm-hmm. behind that." And I I really liked that. Yeah. What about you? Okay. Well, my First would be the same for almost every comedian out there, or at least a lot of them. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, God. His work ethic behind the joke is incredible. I've been listening to a few interviews for him. So he's still hitting the comedy clubs weekly in New York. Yep. Little, because that's how he sees himself as getting sharp. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've, I'll never do a joke in front of 3,000 people or on like some big TV special unless I've done it countless times in little clubs to f- play with like the wording of each little thing. Yeah. And that's why he can do it well. Is Comedy, he, yeah. Comedy is serious business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I love like his work ethic in that. And so for him to come up with things like, you know, uh, turning horses into glue. That's a brainstorm if I've ever seen one. You know, oh, my gosh. Who is the guy <laughs> that was in some stationery store and they see a horse walk by and think like, hmm, I think he could be glue. <laughs> you know, so, and, but I, I, so I love Seinfeld and I just think he's brilliant in yeah. that. Um, my next two are both fairly, you know, recent and still doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jim Gaffigan and Nate, oh. Nate Bergazzi. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about Jim. Oh, I, I love one. My favorite shtick that Gaffigan does mm-hmm. is he does this in a couple of episodes or a couple of his specials, a whole bunch of. But then he does it little bits and pieces throughout his other stuff. Mm-hmm. But his shtick of talking uh, from the perspective of, the of audience. two old women in the audience oh, yes, who yes, are yes, real yes. cranky about yep, him. Yep. Yeah. He's so pale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think his parents were polar bears because <laughs> yeah. he's such a white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Is he just going to talk about food the whole time? Yeah. Yep. He, he just breaks into this thing where he's coming from their perspective. and. I think that is brilliant. And I love Nate Bergazzi, so dry. And by the way, one of my good friends, Connor Carlton, talks exactly like Nate Bergazzi. Oh, really? It is fantastic. When I first listened to Bergazzi, I had not seen him. And so it felt like I was just hearing my friend Connor (laughs) give jokes. Like I could just picture him because his timing, his pacing, everything. Also, Bergazzi does all clean comedy. Oh, nice. And he feels like that's harder and more difficult to do. I think it is. And so I, I really like that. So he says things like, um, I've been married for four years and it's getting really serious. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I like those kinds of jokes. Yeah. I, I like meandering jokes mm-hmm. that you're like, where's this going? And then it's almost a throwaway punchline. Yeah. McDon- Norm MacDonald does that all the time or, or did do it all the time. Um, if you can permit me, can I, gi- can I give you my Please. favorite Norm MacDonald joke? Yeah. All right. My favorite Norm MacDonald joke is called the moth joke. Oh, I know this. Yes. A moth Please. goes. A moth goes into a podiatrist's office, and the podiatrist says, "Hey, what's the problem?" And the moth says, "What's the problem? Where do I begin, man? I go to work for Gregory Alinovich all day long. Work honestly, doc. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gregory Alinovich even knows. He's the only. He has this power over me, and he seems to bring him happiness by lording it over me. But I don't know. I, I wake up in a malaise, and and I walk here and I, and there. And the podiatrist says, "Oh, yeah, that that's." Sounds really tough. And the moth goes, yeah, and at night, sometimes awake, I I wake up and I turn to some old lady that's in the bed on my arm. And that lady I used to love, Doc, but I I don't know where to turn. And my youngest, Alexandria, she fell in in the cold of last year and we lost her and the cold took her down as it did many of us. And my other boy, now this is the hardest pill to swallow, Doc, my other boy, Gregoro Ivanovich, I no longer love him. As much as it pains me to say, when I look in his eyes, all I see is the same cowardice that I that I catch when I take a glimpse of my own face in the mirror. If only I wasn't such a coward, then perhaps, perhaps I could bring myself to reach over to that cocked and loaded gun that lays on the bedside beside me, and 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 in this hellish facade, once and for all, Doc. Sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth, just barely hanging on to my web with an everlasting fire underneath me. I, I'm, I'm no good. And the doctor says, moth, m- man, you're, you're in trouble. You, you should probably go see a psychiatrist. Why did you come in here tonight? And the moth says, well, your light was on. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I've told that joke a time or two, and I can never remember it. So you just make stuff you up do, as you, you go, do, you and do. it's great. I, I'm reading it, but I've, I've improvised so so much of it. Uh, McDonald also had another joke. McDonald would start a joke, and you're sitting here going, where's he going? And then it ends brilliantly. The joke that he does that I like is like, you know, with Hitler, the more I learn about that guy, the more I don't care for him. This <laughs> 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 is what? Oh. Yeah. So so good. So good. So what? So um. Uh, uh, I, I've I've got a joke I heard yeah, yeah, yeah. that, and I don't remember jokes very well. No, I re- you don't. It's I, very frustrating. It is frustrating. It's I don't so frustrating. No, why? But I do remember one that I, I heard a few weeks ago, and I've been telling it, um, uh, especially to a few friends that will really catch it. Uh, so this is for all of you Spanish speakers out there. Um, all right. So, um, here here it is. Just real short. Okay. What if? Soy milk is just regular milk introducing itself in Spanish. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's good. That I like that yeah, one. I don't know where it came from. I heard it somewhere, and it's funny. So, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so do you have any of your own jokes that you've written or that you kind of play out in some I way? I do. Okay, so I have, I, I have a running gag. Yes. That I like to do verbal banter with people. When yeah. when we announced that we were pregnant with our third child, mm-hmm. um, we had a lot of minister friends who thought they were really funny mm-hmm. and would say, well, you do know you how this know keeps how happening, happens. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's an old tired it's, joke. It's annoying. And I knew that there was a joke in there somewhere. Um, and my wife and I, we were visiting uh, some, some friends and everything. And once again, a minister said, it's like, you do know how this keeps happening. And I said it. 
and I remembered it, and I use it all the time now. Okay. Okay, here, here, here's the response. Yes. When somebody says, you do know how this keeps happening, right? You say, in response, no. But once I find out, I'm going to cut it out of my life because it's not worth the hassle. <laughs> What's really unfortunate is that they looked at me like I was the idiot. Like, oh, no, he doesn't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really, really, really. You Somebody know, needs to talk to yeah, Taylor. He doesn't know where babies come from. And they're on their third. Uh, um, and, and another one is um, people always ask, like, oh, are, are you going to go for the boy? Because I have three daughters. And they're like, are you, are you going to try for a son? And I say, no, but we're considering adoption. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, which one of ours do you want? <laughs> and they, and, and, they, and they, they crack up and, and, and they, yeah. they, they get to enjoy all that. Your girls are fun. concerned about that joke. They, they are because they just stare at me with wide eyes. It's like, what? <laughs> which one? No, no, I don't say it around them. That, that, that's a joke that I don't say around Wait till they're kids. teenagers and then you can just say it all you want. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I actually was working on a comedy bit. Yeah, I wanted to mm-hmm. try. I wanted to put together a routine yeah. and try try like the Looney Bin or something. Just to yes. Try. And I had my opening line. Okay. I watched Steve Martin's master class on how to do comedy. Yes. Because it's so good, and I love Steve Martin. Steve Martin might be he he's. I'll talk about him a little bit more later. Um. So he talked about the importance of a first line. Yes. So people come out and they like work through like, hey, how we doing? Everyone all right? You enjoying? It's like, don't do that. Just come out with your bit. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to do it, what would be my opening line? And here it is. Ready? Hey, good morning, everyone. I wanted to provide financial security for my family in a stress-free environment. So I became a public educator. <laughs> and the whole bit would be about teaching. Yeah. And, that, and so it's about, it's about teaching. It's about the stress and everything. Um, but a lot of it was based on my experiences from teaching at Augustine Christian Academy. Um, I have a funny story if you if, if, if you're up for it. Okay, so here's the story. I'm teaching modern history, and we're explaining the rise of the Ottoman Empire because of the Islamic militism that's happening and making its way westward over to Europe, which leads to ultimately the Crusades. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking the students. We are reviewing, and I ask them, okay, so hey. What is the cause of the Crusades? Why are uh, Western citizens of the European empires, why are they getting nervous with what's happening on the Arabian Peninsula? And uh, a, a student raises her hand, and I call on her, which is always a gamble with her because you never know what she's going to say. She's raising her hand, I call on her, and I go, yes. I'm not going to say her name for, for posterity's sake. And I go, yes, well, yes, well, what is it? And she goes, do gay people go to hell? Oh. And I look at her and I go, that's right, because of the Islamic militism that's happening and it's sweeping across Western Arabian Peninsula, the Europeans were getting very nervous. And then I continued on with the lesson. What? Exactly. I was like, where did that come from? And this was an eighth grader. It was my Mm. first year of teaching. Your son was in that class, by the way. So ask him about it and he'll tell you who it was. Wow. Yeah. So is that how you deflect all uncomfortable questions now absolutely i just go that's right extreme islamic militism <laughs> in, in the arabian post peninsula was moving westward and and, and then we just go from there wow well, i've got it's, a it's a history lesson and it, okay, go okay on, i've got a running gag okay my family rolls their eyes but now they've started to do it which means i've won okay um so uh it's it's it, can we just role play yeah Okay, you you be one of my kids. Okay. Um, um, gotcha. Okay, got yeah, it. I got, right. I got my kid. I got your um, kid. Hey, hey, what time do you go to work tomorrow? Two. O'clock? 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, That's funny. Because people pause when you do that. They're like, wait, yeah, yes. yes. As opposed to what? <laughs> yeah, as opposed to nothing else. It's this weird thing in our language that somehow we need the o'clock. I love I it. I guess o'clock is zero, zero. It or is. Something. Yeah, the zero. I like that. That's really funny. It's, it's, That's good. It's especially fun to do, yep. maybe even more so than to hear, which is why I keep doing it. <laughs> what time are you doing? Four. A clock? A clock? That's good. The, the more, See, I like that. Yeah, like the, the more questioning you can have in it, like you're confused, the better it goes. <laughs> I'm unaware of this time thing. What, what is That's funny. <laughs> so, um, so I do a gag. My wife hates it, but now she started to do it back to me. Okay. Somebody will say something. And my response will be, that was the name of my band in high school. <laughs> so I'll be like, hey, what happened? The noodles got soggy. That was the name of my band in high school. <laughs> soggy noodles. We had a number one hit called It's Boiling Over. Oh, and I, and I just I just start going with it. But it's always somebody, it says something weird like, and it's like, oh, no. You know, had a yeah. doctor's appointment. Oh, name of my band in high school. <laughs> what? Doctor's appointment. Doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So uh, randomly, I'll lean. So this is really bad. I'll do it in church. Oh, no. Because like a lot that's of. That's what you're whispering during my sermon? Every time. Oh, no. Somebody will say something and it'll be, it'll be. So, so for instance, in, in this past, in this past, uh, the past sermon that we just heard um, was about the Bible and why we should read it and its importance and everything. And, um, uh, and, 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 oh, oh gosh, I just forgot her name. Gabriella. Yeah, Gabriella. She was speaking. She goes, I don't want to take too long. And I leaned over to my wife and I said, That was the name of my band in high school. <laughs> too long. And she was like, Stop. And I was like, We had a number one hit. Go faster, go faster. And she's like, Shut up. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's absurd. I love it. I, anyway, so. Yeah, I've, every so often I want to do that in, in the podcast, but I, I hold it back. I've always felt like if I was going to do stand-up comedy, one of my shticks would be just something I, I've kind of joked about for years, and it's funny in my mind at least. It may not be funny for anybody else, but uh, it goes something like this. Uh, everybody wants to, to save the dolphins, and, and we, we find out that dolphins sometimes get entangled in tuna nets. And so you might have one dolphin killed for tens of thousands of tuna. Who wants to save the tuna? Right. So I'm saying save the tuna. <laughs> Is that Brad Stein? There's a comedian no. who does something like that. He's like, people only want to save the animals that are cute. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I haven't heard that one. I've just been rolling on this in my own head for a while. He does something like that where he's like, yeah. there's no insect activists because they're ugly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've always thought if I was a comedian, mm -hmm. then you sell your sh merchandise. Right. And my merchandise would all say, save the tuna. Uh, you know what? I would I'd, – I'd buy that shirt. All right. Okay. I'd, I'd buy that shirt. Um, my favorite Steve Martin bit – is uh, his joke where he says, um, the doctor came out to me and says, well, I have good news. You're going to have a disease named after you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> good, so, good news. You're going to have a disease. <laughs> I've got another joke I've been working on. Maybe you can help me. I, I don't quite have the wording right. But gotcha. I, gotcha. This, this is the only I came up with in my head, mm -hmm. you know, early in the morning sometime. That's when the jokes hit me. Um, so, uh, I have I have 
two coins, but they, they actually only equal 11 cents. It's kind of a different paradigm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's witty. I like that one. But I don't, it's not quite there. I, I would like to say two dimes. Right, but you can't. But then you've already said the key word. Exactly. So, yeah. What, uh, what I've discovered is I don't work on jokes as much as I respond in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that dad jokes is a subgenre of humor. I just think I'm being very witty. Right. I, right. I love puns. So something will happen and they'll be like, hey, how was the bread? And I was like, this is the best bread I've ever had. It goes, it really went against the grain. <laughs> it, this is the upper crust of yes. bread. Yes. I, I do things like that. So yeah. it's, it's, it's less about. And um, you just keep going. I do. I, mm-hmm. I go, I mean, a, a, you, you, you know when a, a pun is mature because it's fully grown. Exactly. See? <laughs> See, I love that. No, I, yeah. I think, I think I'm reading a book right now. I kid you not. And it's called The Pun Also Rises. And it's the history of puns and how they were this really high art form during the Greco-Roman time period. And then throughout, people are like, oh, these are just awful now. And I'm like, I, I love I love mm. puns. Good good, good puns go a long my, way. My youth minister, when I was in high school, he and I, um, he and I had a, a running gag that we would launch into and go for a long time. But it would start like this. I'm just glad that I'm not one of those people that just goes on and on and on. You know how those people are? <laughs> they just never quit. And, I, and I'm not the kind of person that would just do that. I say what I have to say, and then I just end it right there. But some people, they don't know how to do that. They just So anyway, we just I keep going See, forever that, like this. That's funny, though, right? Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. I, it, I, th- I think it's very witty. Do you have a favorite joke? Oh. I do. I don't. I want to hear yours, though. Okay. I have a favorite joke, and it is, I think it's the funniest joke, but it's, but it's not slap your leg, laugh out loud. Okay. Okay. There are two fish swimming in a stream, and they pass by an older fish who looks at them and says, hey, fellas, how's the water? And then they keep swimming. A few moments later, one of the fish looks to the other and says, what's water? Okay. <laughs> I mean that's kind of philosophical. It is. Yeah. It's it's funny. You're like, oh, because they're oh, they're they're yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah. oh, they're uh, not like. See, it's a joke and a lesson. That's my favorite joke. But mm-hmm. I like the I, I like that kind of humor. I also like Stephen Wright's jokes. Yeah. So his yeah. my favorite Stephen Wright joke is I went to a place to eat. It said breakfast anytime. So I ordered French toast from the Renaissance. <laughs> He quickly follows it with, I've written several children's books. Not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, his are so smart. His, his are. He's like, oh, you know, if, if you melt dry ice and jump into it, will you get wet? <laughs> I know when I'm going to die. Oh. My birth certificate has an expiration date. Oh, that's funny. He, I, his, his type of humor is like you, you have to listen to it. Yeah, and, and, and then you get it. It's like I have a I have a dog who I walk on the top of our building um, because he's afraid of widths. <laughs> we get right on the edge. There, um, there's a joke that I that my wife and I tell to each other a lot, and we can't even find who the comedian was. It was somebody who was kind of just had their one little moment on a on a CD that we had, like a compilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, was walking into the grocery store. And he pushes the door, and he, and it doesn't open. And the person behind him says, uh, "You got to pull it." And he says, 
oh, thank you so much. My next option was to lift from the bottom like a garage door. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he does the, the motion with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me of a Stephen Wright joke. He said, I woke up this morning and, and almost broke my arms trying to fold my bed back into the wall when I remembered it isn't that kind of bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Mitch Hedberg. Oh, he had yeah. a he had a bunch of one liners. Yeah, all one liners. All, all one liners, and he says, I. I Told my, I told my friend, you know, or my friend was letting me stay the night over at his house, and he said, hey, man, you're going to have to sleep on the floor. And I was like, ah, darn gravity. I wanted to be on the wall. <laughs> I'm like, what? Hey, so, I, so listeners. Listeners. T- tell us your favorite jokes. Tell us, yes. Shoot us an email, contact us, hit us on social media, whatever. Um, you can go to BrianJenningsBlog.com. There's a contact form. It shoots stuff to our email that we see. And uh, if they're really good, we might read someone in, in a future episode. That would be fun. I would like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. We. This is our final episode of 2021. We wanted to end with just humor. Times can be stressful. And this season, people are scattered running yeah. about and there's so much happening. We just wanted to do an episode uh, with, with humor. Fun fact. G.K. Chesterton, at the end of his book, Orthodoxy, he said there was one thing that was missing from the life of Jesus, something he was actually afraid to show us and was too shy to uh, reveal to us, his mirth. G.K. Chesterton didn't think Jesus had a sense of humor. Huh. Right? And I think Jesus is actually hysterical. It's kind of depressing that he thought that because I don't see him that way. Exactly. Anyway, but I just, wow. th- 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 there you go. So, How about that? So I, I have a Christmas joke. Yes, well, let's end with the Christmas joke, and then you all can send us your favorite jokes. Here you go. Why do reindeer like Beyonce so much? <laughs> I don't know. She slays. <laughs> That's, I, I, I don't like that. I'm sorry. I, I'm embarrassed for doing it. Oh, I, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, let's redeem it. What is Santa's dog's name? What, what is it? Santa Paws. Oh, there you go. What's an elf's favorite kind of music? Rap. <laughs> See, and I won't remember any of these tomorrow. What? So what? frustrating. I just, I don't know what it is about Who is never hungry at Christmas? Who? The turkey. <laughs> he's always stuffed. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. That I was, was going to say, he's always dead. Yes. Okay. I think so. Who's yeah. uh, who's Santa's favorite singer? Beyonce. Elfish Presley. Oh okay. no! Oh right. no! One more. No, I. That, that, see, that's the problem, right? Yeah, you just always you go. just got to. Hey, hope you guys have had a good 2021. We'll see you in 2022. Yeah, we're talking about some emotional health, some how to listen well to people. Uh, that'll be a few of the themes as we start the year. Yep. I'm Taylor. I'm Brian. And this is the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for truth and jokes in the noise. Merry Christmas.